Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Uh, it is me, Alex, and I have returned after two weeks of being away. Hooray, so, hooray for my return. Hooray. Let's have a quick look at your ring. Hey. Hey. So listeners... Uh, very shiny. Yes. Thanks very much. I, I polish it every morning. <laughs> polish it every day. Um, uh, listeners, just in case you were wondering what she was on about, uh, I got married, so oh, that's nice. To a lady. To a lady, yeah. yeah. Tell us tell us about it in 10 seconds. Uh, I got married. Since I've been home, she's thrown away all of my consoles and I'm not allowed to play games anymore. That sounds about really? right. Really? No. Of course not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. No. But that's what happened. Except you? you've got a baby. Uh, yeah. well, well, that, I did have that before. That <laughs> oh, no, I just thought you really thought you were really yeah, It was actually really a wedding quick. present. <laughs> well, here, have a baby. So thanks very much. Yeah. But anyway, enough of my nonsense. So uh, to my left, I have Chris Tilly. Hola. Uh, to, in front of me, I have new... Actually, we'll come back to you. Yeah. Uh, to my right, we've got Stuart Reed. Hello. But we have a new boy on the team. <laughs> new boy. New boy. Daniel. Hello. Daniel the Crouper. Yeah, I think, is that uh, my new moniker? It can it be if you want. To differentiate me from Sad yeah. Dan? Or okay. Sanguine Dan? Are you good with cards? Card, what kind of cards? Oh, Playing cards? cards? Like Gambit. I was going to call you Daniel the Croupier. Mm, I'm not keen on that, poor. if I'm honest. That's yeah. very poor. I've been away for a while. I'm let's, throw rusty. Out, let's throw it open. Uh, I think by, <laughs> by the end of this hour, we have a, a, the listeners will have a better handle on, on Daniel's uh, personality, and maybe they can suggest a, a, a nickname for him. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. I've known him a week. I'm going to say Creepy Crouper. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, Chris. <laughs> so, Daniel, would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, I live in London, and I apply for the entertainment writer job about four weeks ago and now I'm here bang boom just like that bam. dreams really do come true and finally after after almost two years on the air we've got a northern voice yeah am I the first ever northerner is that why I was hired well Pete Pete Donaldson's a Geordie yeah Yeah, Pete Donaldson surely that counts as northern who was the who was the naked guy who danced in front of Canet was he uh, uh, he he was, was, he oh, was you couldn't have been more southern if you tried. But oh he, did do a, a he did a terrible Scouse accent. And a terrible uh, Jose Mourinho accent. Uh, or any, in fact, any accent he did terribly, including his own. So. <laughs> anyway, hello, Will, if you're listening. So anyway, uh, on with this week's podcast. We I, are think, I think we should get a bit more out of Daniel. All right, okay. What else do you want to say? What, what games do you like, Daniel? I like first person. Have you played Zelda? Yes. Yes. My f- Ocarina of Time, predictably. There you and originally go. is my favourite game. What's your favourite sandwich? Um, I'll just go for a ham and cheese. Okay. On white or brown? White. What's Surely your- on baguette. Mm. We didn't give me that option. Uh, I did say sandwich, to be fair. Right. What's yes. your favourite... Who's your favourite Pokemon? I don't really have... A, if, if pushed, I would go Bulbasaur. So do you know, my do first, you know a You never forget your first Pokemon. Do you know a little bit of Pokemon? <laughs> Not a great deal. Because we're lacking in Pokemon knowledge a little bit. Although you're playing it now, aren't you? I gave up, I got bored. (laughs) I really did, I got bored of it. It's like, oh, what am I doing? Oh, I'm having another battle. Oh, for God's sake, this is so dull. That is kind of the idea of the game. It just gets boring though, doesn't it? They battle each other. I thought they just hugged each other. No, they battle. I thought they were like Care Bears. (laughs) I need to check, I need to figure this out, don't I? You need to check it out, man. I'm on Professor Layton now. Not literally on him, that would be embarrassing. (laughs) 
Well, I'm giving, that, I'm giving that a whirl and quite uh, enjoying, enjoying it. Enjoying yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It's all right. What accent was that? What? A whirl? I don't know, really. I just thought I'd say it in a funny way. It's anyway, a please, That's right. let us get on with this week's news. Uh, and oh. Daniel, you're up first with some uh, Hitman news, I believe. Yeah. Um, this week, Square Enix um, announced that the fifth game in the Hitman series will be released um, later this year. What's it called? It's called Hitman Absolution. Oh, I was hoping mean? it's going to be called Hitman in her. Oh, that been, that that's one for the oldies. Great, eh? <laughs> yeah. Target audience there. <laughs> exactly. Daniel, does that mean anything to you? No, what? No, Go- man, no idea. Google it. Google it. Google it. Brilliant. So, uh, any other info? Obviously, they released a kind of teaser trailer. Um, yeah, the teaser trainer trailer was incredibly cryptic, as yeah. you can imagine. It showed Agent Forty Seven and then a snake caressing his gun. See, uh, and then it came up mm. with a kind of barcode which yeah. changed color. So, uh, there were a few things about the barcode. I kind of, well, I think I got it straight away. Is that it's a reverse date, and the date yeah. happens to be the first day of E Three, which I'm guessing. That might not be true, but there was a thread on a gaming forum where they scanned it in with a barcode reader, and apparently it linked through to Amazon with a double dildo case. Hmm. <laughs> and, and there was that's loads it. of speculation. I, I was not expecting that story to end. <laughs> in that no, way. I was no, not. No. Well, neither <laughs> was I, I when I clicked listening, it. actually. Is that, is that for the special edition? Well, there was seriously <laughs> speculation as to whether he keeps his two silencers in dildo cases. And I'm like, what? I didn't, even, I didn't even think you could buy dildo cases. It's on Amazon. Okay, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's even reviews talking about how kind of good they are. Really? It makes sense, you know. It's probably not untapped peripheral market. That's, that's a good point because it can be quite embarrassing, I guess. If you know, if you if you ever kind of go away and your parents stay in your house for a few days, and you want to make mm-hmm. sure, you know, because there's always that special drawer in your house where you don't want your parents to to go. I'm alone now. <laughs> <aren't I? laughs> but but won't dildo case fundamentally just have the shape of a dildo? Well, but they, they're all different well, yeah. shapes and sizes. So that or oh banana. <laughs> banana protector. Your knowledge is extensive. No, but everybody, everybody. Yeah. Knows, from your standard little miniature kind of... Uh, to your rabbit. To your, well, and beyond. And beyond what? <laughs> Her? Bulbasaurus. <laughs> uh, this is true. Right. So surely, how is one case... So it's one not a one-size-fits-all. Uh, literally, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, I mean, do they come with a foam insert which you cut to shape? Uh, it... When I looked at it on Amazon, it yeah. looked very much like a soft case. Oh, okay. Almost kind of like a, a sleeve. You're better off just using a sock. <laughs> oh, this is just a was it like a Was it like a wizard sleeve? Tilly, you use a sock, yeah. don't you? Quite yeah. often. No, I just... No, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to, I don't want to. <laughs> anyway, is, uh, is there other, any other kind of game news uh, that's announced <laughs> this week? Quickly, move on. Um, yeah, one more piece of information um creative assembly are hiring um there's some rumors that they're making a new aliens console game yeah but we're still waiting on all the other alien console games like alien colonial marines which we've been waiting on for five years yeah but well it's obviously sega bought the license and just thought right how can we make the most of this that's still supposed to be in production they showed some screenshots at pax yeah what to do with the movies it's the kind of yeah they're going to do alien license yeah aliens is going to well with the film shooting now they're probably going to do some they're probably making something alongside the movie that's shooting currently but what's kind of weird like creative assembly are are sort of well known for doing the kind of the total war game so massive kind of uh, battle game so I wonder if it'll be a huge kind of I don't know uh, RTS or something I don't know could be interesting intriguing but it was leaked by uh, MP Ed Vasey on his Twitter feed so really so should I be following him on Twitter I think that's probably the one interesting piece of news he's done ever since he had a Twitter account, so I don't bother. Can we, get, might be wrong. Can we get him on the podcast? Uh, give him a call. 
Do we want more more MPs on the Let's podcast? Let's get more MPs on the podcast. Definitely. <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right. we get Anne Whittacombe. That would be awesome. <laughs> Do you think? Get her playing some games. Or, or even know what podcast. Even is. better, we could we could get her looking at the dildo cases. Uh oh, that would be great. Anne, what do you think this is? Not sure. What what is it supposed to be? That's my Anne impression. It's a silencer case. <laughs> She'd probably be brilliant, <laughs> wouldn't it? If she knew that, that'd be. A... <laughs> you know, you know the, you know the uh, dildo chat. Can we stop it now and just draw a line under Are it? Are you uncomfortable with it, Chris? Yeah. Why? I don't know much about them. Is it too close I can't to the bone? Join in. <laughs> <laughs> get it. Honestly, too close to the bone. Oh. oh anyway, right. I'll I'll kick off some more news. So, Assassin's Creed, the creative director of the game, uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations. This is Alexandro Hamartio. I think which is how, how he pronounces his that own is name. How he pronounces yeah. it. Um, uh, has come out and said that uh, the new game won't be a, a diluted instalment. Um, it'll be very much in the same vein as Brotherhood, in that it's the kind of finishing part to the uh, Assassin's Creed trilogy within a trilogy. If you see what I mean, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Two was part one of the trilogy. Then you've got Brotherhood, and then uh, Revelations will tie it all together. So what he's kind of said um, is that um, it's going to close all the loops and the storylines that have been left in suspense, and it will align the destinies of the three major characters of the franchise. So that's kind of interesting it's good to know. And I, I think uh, before Brotherhood came out, um, everyone thought that was going to be a kind of a stand. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Stopgap game, but it's like glorified DLC. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but the, this could be interesting. Yeah, have you you've played Brotherhood? Uh, I've played it for about probably about fifteen hours. Because something quite pivotal happens in the last sort of five minutes of the game. I'm not going to spoil that. anything, but yeah. you can check it out on mm. YouTube if you haven't got the game. So mm. there are they're putting you know juicy details, yeah. Yeah, plot yeah, points yeah. in those games. It's not just waiting for part three, right? Um, but and that's the other thing is that that when this this game finishes apparently it's going to set up part three perfectly. So, but the other th- the thing that I found weird is that it's currently so he says it's a standalone game, but it's being developed by six different studios, which is insane. Yeah, like from Quebec to Sweden, and like that's you know that's a lot of different studios to be working on one game. It so, it'd be interesting to see how that kind of pans out. So. Anyway, that's the Assassin's Creed news. Uh, Chris, you've got some movie news. Yeah, who's excited about Piranha 3 Double D? Well, I wasn't. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the original Piranha movie, Daniel? No, not yet. No. Is that the original or Sorry, Piranha yeah, 3D? The, the one that the came out last year, I meant. Um, well, there's been some casting announcement today, and David Hasselhoff is joining the cast of 3 Double D. Wow. Yeah. So, did anyone see the Piers Morgan interview with him on Saturday? I watched a bit of it last night until he compared himself to Ingrid Bergman, and then I thought, mm, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, probably not going to watch but this anymore. He, he was talking about how he wants to be taken seriously and all this kind of stuff. He's like, well, you're on Britain's Got Talent, and now you're doing Piranha 3 Double D. What do you expect? So. I liked him when we could laugh at him, but then when he started finding himself ironic, yeah. I still don't think he gets the joke. No. I still think yeah. he's just doing it because it keeps him in the public eye by being the Hoff. Yeah. And so, yeah, he annoys me now. Well, let's stop calling him the Hoff then, because that's just helping him out. What, let's just, we... just call him Mr. Hasselhoff. Or David. David, that's nice. Let's just call him <laughs> David. Even it was weird when he was talking about eating that burger on the floor of the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. I wanted to laugh at that more, but... I guess you can't. But you, there, there was another bit you of... You were interviewing someone when Hasselhoff burst in, weren't you? Yeah, drunk. Indeed. I'm sure I've told on the podcast for what I was yeah. interviewing uh, Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and David Hasselhoff burst in drunk. And Hasselhoff got uh, arrested later that day at Gatwick Airport for being drunk and disorderly. Wow. That was when it was all kind of kicking off for him. Mm. No, not very nice, but it was quite weird and funny for me. Yeah. 
That is very surreal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a start, interviewing, <laughs> interviewing an Ewok. Ewok. David Former Ewok. Ewok. Yeah. yeah. And then the off burst through the front <laughs> yeah. door. Pissed. I must have just thought, what alternate I, universe have I, thought I stepped I was, into? I thought I was dreaming. It was at the Charlotte Street Hotel and I went back to my office. I worked for Time Out at the time and I was telling everyone and no one believed me. I was like, yeah, right, Chris. Do you think looking, like, looking back, is that a career high for you? Uh, it's up there. It's probably the story I've told the most yeah. since I've started doing it. It's a good this. story. <laughs> there was another bit of cast news from Piranha 3 D, which is a bit more interesting, though. Uh, Gary Busey's joined the cast as well. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> that is a stellar lineup of Did big anyone hitters. see the video of him last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Meatloaf attacking him verbally on, on the, the American Super Apprentice? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. You'd think Busey would be the one that would go mad, but Meatloaf goes properly mad. Really? Meatloaf does seem quite unhinged when I've seen him speak. He yeah. seems quite a volatile man. And it's all because he can't find his paints, isn't it? <laughs> can't find his what? His paints. He's bought some paints. What? Can't find God. them for the task they're doing. Is this a celebrity? American yeah. celebrity? And it, and literally, yeah. You literally think he's going to rip Gary Busey's head off and kill him. Jesus. Good, oh, good again, times. Something else to check out on YouTube, I so, guess. So Piranha's out on November 23rd this year anyway. Okay, so um, uh, for anyone who is wondering where Tom is, well, he's not here. He's in Dubai because Namco Bandai have a big event where they're showing off a bunch of their new games. So uh, some of the stuff that's happened, they dated Ace Combat Assault Horizon. That's coming out in October. Um, they announced uh, Ridge Racer Unbounded, which is kind of like Ridge Racer, but a bit sort of dirtier. Um, it is. Seriously, it is. In what way? Well, so you've got Ridge Racer, which was all kind of like, you know, sort of smooth, sleek kind yeah. of arcade racer. This is a bit more kind of Need for Speed Underground, racing through the streets, crashing into cars and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so that's that. Uh, they also announced a, a new Tekken movie, but this one's going to be uh, animated rather than um, live action, which I think is a definite thing. Uh, sorry, definitely a good thing. But more importantly, Soul Calibur Five is coming out. Exciting? I have no, no, no. Not, not excited about any of that. You no, excited, Daniel? Not really. Well, actually, our 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 readers look pretty excited because the, the uh, story we ran got a ton of comments. Mm. Um, so obviously, so Soul Calibur, a big fighting game from Namco, um, with big swords. So this game will take seventeen years. It will take place seventeen years after the last Soul Calibur, uh, and according to the developer, it's a generational shift in the series. Mm. Uh, and they always say that. Though. Yeah, I know. Well, looking through some of the details, the biggest generational shift is is that the the two main swords, Soul Edge and Soul Calibur, are now short swords rather than two-handed oh, weapons. Do. I mean, Daniel, don't you, they, all these games just sound so old and boring. Well, now, just, do you not let's think? go back to the Hitman thing. Um, agent 47 is betrayed by his agency and is on the run from international law enforcement. Splinter wow. Cell Conviction. Wow. There's yeah. no new ideas, mate. There's no it's new ideas. There's no new IPs. No. But at least we'll get shiny new consoles soon to play Yay! all the old games Hopefully. on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, Developers Project Soul said uh, the combat will be much lighter and more elegant and the uh, combos will be easier to execute and therefore be better for newcomers. Right. Uh, and also, the last thing they're going to focus on is uh, making the online experience good. So, so yeah, that's just going to annoy people. Because, if, 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 you know, the people that have played these older games, they'll want, they'll want all the complex moves. Yep. Whereas it's going to be the usual things like Bayonetta where you just press circle quite a lot and you can get through the entire game yeah mm. well the other thing that a lot of people slagged off as well is because uh, Darth Vader and Yoda were in uh, the last game as kind of secret characters so if mm. you bought um, the Xbox PS3 version Yoda. yeah um, you got Darth Vader and Xbox you got Yoda you but, got Link did you uh, on, the on the Wii I think you're right yeah but 
it seems like most people absolutely hated their inclusion because their kind of fighting styles didn't fit in with the rest of the game. Mm. So um be interesting to see um, what they kind of do with that. So that's all the news from Dubai, apart from the fact apparently Tom has to ca- get a boat to and from his hotel. Has to get a boat? Yeah, and rumour ha- rumor has it uh, they had butlers as well, which is ironic considering a his butler name is Tom Butler. butler. <laughs> yeah, so. He was on a dune buggy last night. Yeah. So when he sends me all these emails saying, I uh, haven't had time to write this story, but then Twitter update, yeah, just been buzzing around the June buggy eating canapes. Ponce. Twat. Twat. Yeah. Twat. Twit. Twat. So anyway, Twat. that's it from uh, the news from Dubai. Uh, finally, we've got some Alan Wake rumours. Yes, there's been a rumour about Alan Wake, about Alan Wake 2. Uh, somebody discovered it on a LinkedIn profile uh, by uh, from somebody called Alfia suarez Gata, who's a, a previs artist. So uh, I don't know what a previsualisation artist does. I guess they do the visuals before the visuals are actually done. They think of them. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well, she claimed that while she was working at Halon, uh, Halon Entertainment, who also did the uh, one of the teaser uh, videos for Halo Reach, that she was contributing to some cinematics for Alan Wake 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, within hours of that going up, her CV was, it says here, hastily revised to not show that information. So the question is, is a teaser for Alan Wake 2 in the works? Well, this is the big question. Possibly. Um, there's an update on that story, actually, later in the week. Um, Remedy issued a press release um, saying that the next Wake installment will not be Alan Wake, but neither will it be DLC. Will it be Wide Awake? Maybe it'll be a plushie. Possibly. Yeah. But nice. they want to show us soon, apparently. So whether they've got an exclusive deal with Microsoft still, so maybe right. on, at E3 we'll see more Alan Wake. But but not, not really Wake. sure. Not Alan Wake 2, not DLC. Because obviously... But Alan Wake. What? Well, it doesn't say the ne- Alan Wake. It says, it? this next Wake installment will not be Alan Wake 2, but neither will it be DLC. Maybe it's go straight to 3. Yeah, <laughs> that's really confusing. Yeah. Unless they're just talking about it's not going to be called Alan Wake 2, it'll be yeah. called Alan Maybe it's Wake. it's just an action figure. But like, then, Nightmares yeah. in paperback. Yeah. That's good. Thanks. Wow. wow. But then it's a bit like Assassin's Creed <laughs> 2, isn't it? it was called that. It'd just be amazing inside information. Because they could have said about Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, it's not Assassin's Creed 3, neither is it Assassin's yeah. Creed 2, it's not DLC. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. No, 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 no. Is that it for Alan Wake That's news? all you well, get. Then, Alan Wake yeah. non-news there. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on to uh, well something that's been uh, haunting Sony for a very long time, and that's obviously the disaster of PSN. Um, I think earlier this week, they tried to date the fact that it was going to come back at, what, I think, within a few days, and now it's gone back to the end of May, I believe? Yeah, there's no sort of wow. definite information. They keep issuing things and then retracting mm. it. Different regions are getting different info. I literally, I think they have no idea what the fuck is going on. It's like on. a fiasco to a debacle to a catastrophe. In yeah. a fandango. <laughs> if they're all yeah. incremental. I think they're all names of Fiat cars, aren't they? Yeah. Fiat fiasco. Fiat debacle. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. The Alfa Romeo catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> I had no, an Alfa Romeo. It yeah. was a catastrophe. That's, that's every Alfa, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's strange. But um, so where are, where are we at with it then? What's the latest info straight from Sony's goggle box? <laughs> <laughs> well, the most interesting bit of information last week they announced in America that everybody will receive a one million dollar insurance identity theft policy. Right. But we don't get that. Right. Because the law is slightly different in this territory. What do we get? Well, apparently we're (laughs) going to get... Smack on the arse. They announced on their um, official EU blog 
um, European blog that we'll get when the PSN's back up and running. We'll get two free PS3 games from a choice of five. Right. And two, if you care, two free PSP games from a choice of four. Right, so when my credit card is raped for tens of thousands of pounds, it's all right because I get some free games. Yes. Worth probably about ninety pounds. What what games yes. do you, what games do you think? Presumably the presumably launch titles. What are the yeah, what are the oldest crappiest yeah. titles yeah. that Shit. no longer sell on PS three? I might be wrong. It'd be LA Noir. <laughs> well yeah. yeah. I just, Could you imagine that if they just said, I'll tell you what, we'll give everybody LA Noir for free. Sorry. That'd be amazing. Maybe it'll be Motorstorm Apocalypse, because obviously that's missed its release date and probably no one ever bought it. Mm. Could be. Could be. But I just mm. think but you'll get, I mean, the thing is, if, you're, if your credit card is, is, is raped, you'll get money, the money back from I your credit know, card company, won't you? So you are going to get two free games. Yeah, the, Sony have been putting out some spin the last few days saying that um, PS3 sales were up in April, but obviously the PSN didn't go down to the 20th of April. Yeah. And we didn't know it had been breached until late April, mm. so it's kind of meaningless. But I, I think the fact that it's probably not going to go up until end of May... It's just that's it's going insane. And it's going to dominate the E3 press conference yeah. now. They can't. It's got to the point where it's going to have to take up a good portion of that conference. Yeah. So what do they do to just no? Just say sorry and then carry on. We fucked up. There's some <laughs> talk of them bringing out PlayStation Four. Yeah, <laughs> PlayStation Three really doesn't exist. PlayStation Four. Now we've added security. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> it's interesting that Microsoft have been very quiet about it. Because they're yeah. too busy laughing their asses off. Exactly. Well. Yeah. But I think haven't Microsoft got a lot more security in place because it's a paid-for service, and so it's a little bit more secure. Whereas with Sony, it's almost, it almost seems like it was a bit of an afterthought. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll do this now. And but there, you know, there is the the premium service on PlayStation. That's very true. So and, and both those users will be very annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. We got. We're supposed to get a free month of PlayStation Plus when it goes back up online <sighs> as well. I think. What about companies like, so we get I, some free demos. Companies hey. like Love Film must be really annoyed because I guess you can't access Love Film or anything like that on the PS3 at the moment either, can you? No, no. So and they, well, you the, know. the other interesting thing is, is that if you look at uh, again a company that's like uh, EA, who obviously do a lot of deal, DLC for games, mm -hmm. like the amount of money they make off like the FIFA Ultimate Pack with people trading stuff and buying uh, microtransactions, that's a huge amount of money mm -hmm. they're going to lose. And it's also small um, developers who had their games coming out, yeah, little live games. Yeah, and they've lost their the release window. Yeah, so when it does go back up online, they're going to be going into a crowded marketplace. Yeah. Mm. So once it go, does go back up online, and people like, do you think people like EA will will start suing Sony for loss of earnings? Uh, I could see it happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're in the shit. Because surely <laughs> they really are they're screwed. Surely it is down to negligence. I would say. Would you? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know, but I I can't remember of another case of this size. No. Um, uh, or a fuck up of this size. So, well done, Sony. Mm. And it's interesting because anonymous, anonymous is still saying it wasn't them. Mm. But surely the whole point about anonymous is that it's like a kind of collective, and it doesn't have a head, mm. and it doesn't really have. So it could have been one person from anonymous mm. yeah. that did. Yeah, who yeah, just yeah, hasn't absolutely. said a word you about it. Know. We yeah. just don't know. But it wasn't me. I can tell you that. It wasn't you. No. Where do you think I've been for the last two weeks? Hacking PlayStation? No, just been on honeymoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'd like to say that we're not going to talk about PSN in next week's podcast, but I can I very much doubt it's going to be sorted by then. So, anyway, well done, Sony. So Let's have your views on it, by the way, because uh, we've had, yeah. actually it's quite interesting. We've had very little uh, feedback about the, the PSN debacle. So, so do let's have your views. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Maybe people are trying to send us emails from their P uh, PlayStation. Oh, but they can't get the to PSN. It's like, God damn it! <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, do get in touch. Uh, did you read the email address out then? 
Stuart? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Or, or you can get in touch via Twitter, twitter.com slash IGNUK, or Facebook, facebook.com slash team IGNUK. Um, moving on to uh, next week's releases. Well, it's a, a very big um, uh, week for games, actually, and L.A. Noir is finally coming out. Um, but still, I haven't played it, which is a shame. How excited were we this morning when the post arrived? Well, I was promised by Rockstar it was going to turn up this morning, mm-hmm. and then I opened up the uh, packet, and it was... Aren't they just around the corner? Well, they're over in Kings Road. Let's go there. Let's go over. Shall we? Send a bike. Could do. I See, I'm hoping that it's going to come by special delivery. Do you think it'll come in a, in a really classy 1950s American car with a guy with a big... Inside a violin case. Yeah, that would be, that'd be or cool. A special, or a dildo case. Yeah. Yeah. You could use a violin case as a dildo case. You could. Very discreet. Yeah, hey, nobody would know. Well, unless it was a dildo or cello. shaped like a violin. <laughs> it's like, oh my Depending God, on your with the little twiddly bits at the end. If that was a cello, I'd see med- seek medical help. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, no, I Chris, think, you're very quiet there. I, I, I thought we'd drawn a line under, the, under dildos. <laughs> 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 it's making you a little bit nervous there, is it? Follow up to poor Hardcastle's 19, was it? So anyway, the review for Alain Noir will be on the site on Monday at 5pm UK time. So look out for that. What's happening in the world of film, Chris? Um, we have a couple of smaller films coming out that are worth a look. Uh, Blitz is coming out. Unfortunately, Tom's not here. Tom's the one that's seen it. And everyone I've spoken to said it's terrible, apart oh. from Tom, who says it's great. Oh. So it'll be interesting to see how it is. It's a British crime thriller starring Jason Statham. He's come right. back to the UK. Um, Can you say his name pro- pro- probably, please? It's not how you say it, is it? You've got to say it lower than that. You've got to say Jason Statham. Statham. Yeah. Can you, can you say it again properly, please? That's better. <laughs> and, and Paddy Considine and Aidan Gillen, who we might be having in the office next week, star of The Wire and Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, but it's supposed to be quite good. Tom likes it. So. I'm sure I saw, um, wasn't it a film of Jason Statham on telly the other day? Like a bank heist or something Yeah, the like bank that. job. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, I watched about 10 minutes and went to bed. It was rubbish. And, and what's this new film? Blitz. Is it kind of similar to that? Modern day. That okay. was a, that was set in the sixties bank job. Brilliant. This is like a yeah. Right. He's a policeman, I think, rather than a baddie. Okay. But does he get embroiled in it somehow? Yeah, I think they're on the on the hunt of a serial killer. So it's not like the bank job at all. All right then. <laughs> well, it is because it's got Jason Statham in it. Your description made it sound like it was. <laughs> really. I don't know. Just got him in it, isn't it? Let's move on. Can we? Yes. Um, Julia's Eyes is coming out, which is a film I have seen and is very oh, that good. That must be painful. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Can we cut all this out? No. Okay. Um, it's a giallo, Stu. Oh, is it? You're a fan of the giallo? I do like giallo, yes. Yes. A bit of, I do like a bit of Profondo Rosso. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is Spanish, uh, yeah. produced by Guillermo del Toro. Oh. Um, and it's really good. Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. What's it about? It's about a girl who can't see and she may or may not be being stalked to death. Fucking hell, that sounds scary. Is it in her mind or is it real? Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, there was a film like that years ago. Um, What's she called? Thin Bird. She starred in it. Isa Laura Mars? No, before that, maybe. Can't remember. No, no, what's she called? She was uh, Audrey Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Wait Until Dark. Wait Until Dark. Yeah, she was blind, being stalked. Thin Girl. Thin Bird. (laughs) That really narrows it down, doesn't (laughs) it? This has an attractive lady in it. It's the girl who's in the orphanage. Attractive older woman. Oh, yeah. Mm. Very good. Worth seeking out. Or if you want to go down the blockbuster route, Pirates of the Caribbean is out next week Mm. on Stranger Tides. When's our review out for that? Our review's up on Monday, although the premiere was last night and it screens in in Cannes tomorrow. So although I'm embargoed, I feel like I can say if it's quite average and going to get two and a half stars. 
but yeah. maybe I, maybe I can't, so I don't. Yeah, I don't we w- we wouldn't want to kind of risk that, would we? So, no, no. So let's not. play it safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, the the pirates reboot. Do we care? Is it in 3D? Is it a reboot? It's, it's in, ca- well, they're trying to like restart such, the franchise. So there's no Orlando right. Bloom and Keira Knightley. It's kind of start, trying to start a whole new adventure with, as Daniel says, a new director. Yeah. But it's pretty much the same. Who's directed it? it? Rob, Rob Marshall. Marshall. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Is that three different feelings in one very quick succession? No, it was it was the same feeling, but with different degrees of, of feeling. Well, he's best known for musicals, Alex. He did Chicago and Nine. So, it's an interesting choice. Yeah. I expect he's quite good at choreographing the uh, fight scenes then. Uh, well, I have, obviously I can't talk about it, but if you like your fight, fight and action scenes to be more like a dance than an actual rip-roaring action scene, then maybe it's not good, but <laughs> who am I to say? <laughs> that's fair enough. I'm, I'm very pleased you're being very diplomatic about it as well, yeah. so that's good. good so, times. Anyway, right, let's uh, shift over to uh, listener feedback. Who has the first piece of feedback? Oh, it's me. Ooh! And this is from Benjamin Scarino, who says, Hi, IGN UK guys. Hello. Thanks for turning me on to Doctor Who. I'm impressed how quickly that show grabbed me. Only took one episode in the middle of last season, and I'm a fan. Loving this season so far. Same with the Inbetweeners. Those two shows make BBC America more than just the channel that sometimes shows old episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. Love the podcast, Ben from Yorktown, Virginia. Another pin in the na- nap in the map, even. <laughs> Another pin in the pad. So good, good. Please. So in between us is showing in the US then. Yeah, I guess on BBC America. Oh, wow, I'm in the in between us movie. Uh oh. Are you? I'm an extra in the rave sequence. Oh wow. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? It was when I was unemployed on it, and I got forty quid for a day to go to uh, Ministry of Sound in yeah. rave gear. Yeah. Sober, with a lot of pricks. Bashing into me. It was the worst day of my life. Oh, really? <laughs> it was awful. How did you get the gig? Um, and my friend of mine works in film, and he just sent me the email. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I needed the money to support my... And how long habit. were you there for? Um, About nine hours. 40 quid. Jesus. My God. Yeah. At times. That's nearly yeah, as bad times. as the pay you get here, isn't it? <laughs> um, that's better, I think. Is it? Slightly yeah. better, yeah. yeah. It's, it's tax free. week here, isn't it? So. Yeah. Apparently, mm-hmm. the Inbetweeners movie trailer screened during the National Movie Awards this week on ITV. But as no one watches that show because no one's heard of it and yeah. it's rubbish, Indeed. Um, I don't know anyone that actually saw it, but someone said they heard it. Screened, it on YouTube. So. I've been able to find it. Mm. We'll see if we can dig that up. Uh, I've got an email from uh, Adam Trembath who says I've never watched Doctor Who but it seems like my kind of show but uh, wondering does it make sense to start watching from the 2005 series or is it best to watch from the very beginning in the 60s oh, I think like, the first episode from, from the 60s definitely you have to don't you yeah because <laughs> yeah. it, be it all ties together completely <laughs> like the last episode referenced something that happened in 1963 so you know you've got to watch it all to be fair, I, I watched it. <laughs> How old is he? Because I mean, you know, he <laughs> might not be able to squeeze them all in. And you, you should really watch them all in one go as well. Yeah, That's, one sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only yeah. real way to understand back. it. Doctor Who yeah. marathon that lasts approximately four weeks <laughs> with <But> no sleep. <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, I I um I watched them when I was a kid, but I haven't watched them since. And then I started with the first Matt Smith series this time around. Yeah. Because I found Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant super annoying. Yeah. And it was fine, easy. And I think you could have started at this series, to be honest. Yeah, it was quite yeah. easy to jump on. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's clever the way they do it to make it overarching and yet accessible. Mm. Like people just, who love the whole kind of mythology. There are a lot of standalone, and kind of inconsequential episodes, but there's a little bit of overarching stuff yeah. in there. Um, yeah. But I, it, personally, I, I'd do the same as you, Chris, and start with Matt Smith, yeah. because this is by far and away the best one that I've seen. It's great. Um, for a long time. So there you go. Thanks. Uh, let's revisit scary movie moments as a child. We've been running this for a few weeks now. Uh, bits that you had to fast forward through on video when you were a kid watching movies. And this is from uh, Joel McClendon. He says, uh, it's the Indiana Jones movies for him. Each one had a scene that I skipped as a kid. The whole face-melting, head-exploding bit in Raiders. That was bad. The rapid ageing in The Last Crusade. And especially ripping the heart out in Temple of Doom. Yep. Love mm. the podcast, guys. You can add Houston to the map whenever you get Houston. one. Houston! Hello. Texas. Yeah. yeah, well, we're all agreed on the Raiders one and... The Temple of Doom one was pretty bad. It got cut. I seem to remember yes, it. it. It got, got cut, cut over out, here. Yeah. His heart, the heart getting cut out got cut out. But I think when I, the first time I saw uh, it, I saw an uncut version of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure I've I seen think it. it. I think in cinemas, it, it was uncut. And then I think that maybe they cut it for telly. Right. Okay. And then it, you just kept seeing it on telly back then. So. Right, 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 right. I only found out not so long ago, Temple is a prequel. Prequel. Mm, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Does anyone know the name of the club that um, Harrison Ford goes to at the beginning of the Obi-Wan. film? Obi-Wan. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I was just testing. Oh, something just a bit testing. tougher. Oh, very poor. Raise your game for next week's podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tricky. That's, in fact, that's your goal. You've got to come up with a really good uh, question. Trivia question. Do you, know yes. what, do you know why he made it a prequel? Because he was worried that Indiana Jones was only ever going to be fighting Nazis. So if he went back in time, then uh. he could find different baddies. Because then Last Crusade, it was Nazis again. What's wrong with that? You can always fight Nazis. They're always worth kicking. He felt like he'd done it. But then he went back and did it again yeah. for the third one. So Last Crusade is a great movie. It's Best third in the trilogy, I would say so. Good shout, anyway. Godfather Part 3. Brilliant. Brilliant. Never seen it. Unbelievably good. There you go. Next feedback. Um, Yeah, Benjamin Ears, written in, telling us about his favourite scary movie. Benjamin Ears? Benjamin E. Oh, okay. Just E. All right. Um, It's a very short surname. Um, one movie that would really scare him and he used to have to leave the room was Total Recall um, he didn't like it when Arnie went outside lost oxygen and his head exploded okay. that was pretty awesome um, yeah. his tongue and his eyes start coming out that's kind of how he looks now isn't really it? good yeah. practical effects though. yeah, yeah. Um, also he didn't like it when Arnie spoke to Kuatu. yeah and what it happens in that scared bit? the shit out of him I'm not really sure uh, what well, is spoiler alert the creature that's under the other guy's arm oh, yeah. he's like oh, yeah. his, his weird little uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's kind of creepy looking. The bit where he pulls that thing out of his nose as well—that's pretty horrible. Mm. I like it. The the uh, two weeks, you know, when he's the big fat woman and he starts. <laughs> yeah. <having a> belt. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> and, and Benjamin did say, but I did like seeing the whore with three tits. Doesn't everyone? Yeah. The what? The, the whore, whore with, with three tits. Oh yes. <laughs> you remember? I'm sure we used to drink there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bar in Soho, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, are we are we going to be able to get that video live this week? The attack the block, poor one. I'm hoping so too. Hoping. Okay, well, there's a, there's, well, we should have a video. <laughs> so I am. We should have a video up by now. Then once you listen to this, uh, in which I do a quiz with the cast of Paul of the cast of Attack the Block, and the whore with three tits pops up in that. Oh. I asked them, and they is that what she's actually called on the credits? <laughs> um, no, but I had to look up the name of the actress. That was the right. I, well, I asked what, what this actress' claim to fame was, and what is what is she down as in the credits? Um, Gemma I think she is <laughs> I, I think she is a prostitute with three breasts I can't re- uh, surely me, six I'll, I'll check they're remaking Total Recall why six they? oh no it's three isn't it it's three. Yeah. sorry I thought it was three yeah. pairs for a minute <laughs> Dreamland I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of a pig aren't I <laughs> um, alright I have one for me this is I- <laughs> 
This seems to be from abroad, but there isn't a name. So um, it says, hi, guys. Firstly, my girlfriend doesn't like twin analog sticks. Uh, the gentleman then goes on to talk about <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers. I'm really proud to say that she ended up beating it 100%, with me only helping her when she got stuck on the last two stars or so. When she beat it, I told her I was proud of her and that there was something strangely sexy or appealing about her having beaten her game 100%. Nice. We knocked boots on the couch in front of the TV <laughs> just after she finished it. I still feel really proud that my girlfriend was able to beat a game to 100% completion. So there you go. That's yeah. a hell of an achievement. Why don't Microsoft give out those kind of achievements if you beat a game 100%? You get to have sex with a girl. Yeah. Wow. send her around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it just pops up. With One of my uh, mates used to be obsessed with Tomb Raider 1. And uh, the only way that his missus could try and get him off it was by sucking his cock while he was playing it. That's a fact. Wow. I think I think that's something that we should open up to the <laughs> readers. Would get you off. Oh, God, no, God. Absolutely. Have you got any good gaming sex stories? Yeah. There's got to be a few out there. Jesus. Come on, Alex, have you got any? Well, only that one. Not for me, no. No? It's, nothing should come in the way between you and a game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does Charlotte listen to the podcast? I uh, think it's going to get awfully boastful. <laughs> I, but that's good. <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. And try and keep it... Keep Within the realms of keep it clean, reality. Yeah. reality. Well, no, exactly. don't keep it clean. That's fine. Yeah. But, but yeah, there needs to be some... I remember uh, a former girlfriend yeah. letting me have sex with her while I watched Match of the Day, which I thought was awesome of her. <laughs> Why would you want what? to do that? Uh, I think there was, I think Palace won or something. Oh, okay. And you, you said, oh, Match of the Day's about to start. Can I have sex with you? <laughs> Or did you much. wait like Palace was the third game on? It's like, hang on a minute, you not wait, yet. Wait to the theme tune. <laughs> or was it? I can't. I can't was get it like, hard on unless I can hear that the theme tune. Was it the kind of the long match they share at the beginning? <laughs> but, but or was surely, it one of the really brief highlights they share at the end? So it was over very quickly. But surely, when Anna, Alan Hansen's face pops up, you're going to lose your stiffy. Yeah, but you, you lose it. But then you see Mark Lawrence and it comes back. Oh, oh fair it's very confusing. <laughs> you're right there, Chris. Feel a stir. Um, uh, I've got an email from uh, Connor Halsey who is the TechSpeak guy but for some reason he stopped speaking in TechSpeak so he's just writing normally so that's kind of boring isn't it oh, we'll do it in TechSpeak anyway but in normal words um, so I was watching 28 weeks later for first time and it's a good movie <laughs> while I was watching it I was thinking of my favourite zombie movie which is Diary of the Dead have you seen it did you like it what are your favourite zombie films that's it did he really say Diary of the Dead yes why? I don't like that one. Why not? Why not? Diary of the oh Dead. Dear. Well, hang on. Well, this throws up a question then. Chris, you're our horror movie expert. What do you think is the definitive zombie movie? My favourite zombie movie is Night of the Living Dead. Right. Mm. But a lot of people seem to like Dawn of the Dead better. Yeah. Well, how would you rank the Of the Dead series? Shaun of the Dead's at the top. <laughs> <sighs> nice. I'm just, I, I love it. Is, I it think your, it's, is I that think, your favourite zombie movie? Yeah, it's it's so eminently repeatable because A, it's got zombies and we all know zombies are brilliant but mm. B, it's really funny. So I think it's a perfect zombie movie. Mm. I think they've gone in the order they were made for me. Right. I mean, you could argue the toss about the more recent ones over which better than which but they're not very good compared to the first three. Right. What was the one with Sarah Polly? That was the remake. Mm. The Dawn of the Dead remake well, which is really quite good. good yeah. yeah, that's really good. Schneider. Schneider's first big film, wasn't it? Yeah. Dawn of the Dead remake. Zack Snyder. Mm. What's um, your favourite uh, zombie movie? Um, I quite like Wreck. You would kind of class that in with a zombie movie. Yeah. It's got mm. quite a good twist at the end. It introduces this kind of um, sort of the satanic virus. Did you like Wreck 2? Not as much. as That equally has a very strange thing that happens at the end with the yeah. the, the grub. 
Yeah. That doesn't transfer very well to what a podcast. Nose. This, this, <laughs> I'm trying to vomit up kind of some kind of like big grub that she transfers to another person. Don't do throat. that. Don't no, do that. Not, not my Just first week. About no. What about, no, forget that. What? No. Well, you know, you've hinted at it. You've got to say it. Well, I was going to say the early Cronenberg uh, movies. But they weren't really zombies, were they? They were more. They were more kind of little things that got transferred. Oh, like shivers. Yeah, and in the bath. That's right. Yeah, not really zombies. Uh, Doesn't really count. <laughs> Have you just turned into a zombie? No, but you know, he asked for your favourite zombie movies. Yeah, I know, which is not why I stopped talking, and then you told me to start talking oh, again, and I didn't want to. I was going to leave it think out. Think before you speak. Anyway, that was the last piece of listener feedback. Oh, goodbye. Um, but we should open that question up to our, our readers. What do you think is the best zombie movie? ever made you can email us at igenukfeedback igen.com or reach us on twitter twitter.com slash igenuk or facebook facebook.com slash team igenuk uh, that's it for this week's podcast we I, hope you liked it um, oh you've got an answer yeah she's cool uh, I had it and then I've lost it again um, she's now a journalist the actress Oof, uh, she's called Mary in the movie who's uh, this the three breasted woman are we back there are we yeah that's quite boring how long has that taken you to work that out um, I was reading. I was reading her biography and stuff. Yeah, she gave up acting to pursue um, journalism, and she oh. was also a dancer on the Fame TV series as well. And does she really have three tits? No. no. Can I say something though? Because I said on Twitter that I would reveal something that I didn't reveal on Twitter. Yes. I met Conan this week. Conan mm-hmm. the Barbarian, the actor who plays him in the forthcoming Conan. Oh movie. yeah, he's very tall. He's oh, either that or you're very short. Well, it's a bit of both, really, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, we'll it, p- it was like Gandalf and uh, Frodo in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> we should put the picture on the news story, though, so people can see how ridiculous I look next to him. But yeah, I asked him a sexy question. Ooh. I asked him if he got to keep his outfit after he um, finished filming, and he said yes. And I said, did you ever use it for sexy time? And he said, yes, of course. And I said, what was it like? He said, brilliant. It's just a loincloth. So I just lift it up, do my business, and then wipe it off. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's really way too much information. <laughs> oh my god! And so I was going to tweet that, and then I thought actually that's a bit too horrible to put on Twitter. But yeah. I said I'd say it on the podcast. So, Can yeah. I also, why the fuck was he wearing a bowler hat? I don't know. Except he's an eccentric, maybe. Jesus, it made idiot. me like it more though that he gave me a proper funny answer rather yeah. than some. Oh, I'm not talking about that. Where's but, he from? Is he American? He's uh, yeah, he's from Hawaii. Right, Jason Momoa, and we're trying to get him to arm wrestle. Dan Kilby next time he's over for for the um, actual Conan junket so watch this space yeah TV gold yeah well if you like big men wrestling then hopefully we can deliver um, yeah that's it for this week's podcast <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it and uh, as ever if you do like it please give us a good review on iTunes uh, until next week we will see you later Bye-bye. bye bye Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's king.
King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.